0: What up, what up, what up, what up on track, pal. Track, pal. Welcome to the Ball Don't Lie podcast This is your boy Dexter Your host, the one and only Welcome to the show And for all the new listeners Out there You can follow me on Twitter Instagram, Facebook At Ball Don't Lie That's spelled B-A-L-L D-N-T-L-I-E and soon, we'll be on all major platforms. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, whatever. All streaming platforms. So, I'll be dropping the links pretty soon. As of right now, I'm going to be on YouTube. I'm going to be on IGTV. I'm going to be on some of the platforms that I'll release. I don't have the name right now, but I'll get to it. And for all the ones that have been supporting me, I can't praise y'all enough. I appreciate it. I really do. From the bottom of my heart. I love the support. And it's going to be a crazy NBA finals. Let's just get right into it. Um before we actually get into the NBA finals, we got some breaking news. Doc Rivers will sign with the Philadelphia 76ers. That's crazy because they were actually looking at Mike D'Antoni, who left the Rockets, to go sign with, or he, pl- he was planning to sign with the Sixers. And there was rumors coming out that he can f- orchestrate somehow a way to get James Harden to come there. Because James Harden has two million years on his deal. I didn't believe that rumor. I was like, "What? Why would he leave Houston to go follow?" I know Mike D'Antoni changed the perspectives or the perspective of how James Harden plays. I mean, before that, James Harden was a solid player, an all-star player, but D'Antoni just magnified it, basically, and made him to a unguardable player in this league. But Doc Rivers, going back to him. I'm not getting through all the hoopla about what happened in L.A. I mean, there's been rumors about, you know, uh, Doc not getting the respect uh, from his team. Uh, don't know exactly who that, who that may be. Uh, there's some correlations about Paul George and Doc not really working well together. We know the whole history about Paul George and Callie Rivers. Doc's daughter, who Paul George cheated on while he was in Indiana. And, I mean, it's just weird, you know, that he actually played for Doc, knowing that Doc knows that this guy knocked up a stripper, right? Or an escort, how you want to call it. But enough of that. We're going to speak about this NBA Finals, and to me, it was mind boggling how they just clearly just destroyed the heat as far as like the Lakers. I mean like if you if you if you if you just watch the highlights over again. It wasn't even fair from the jump. They don't have anybody that can actually guard. Uh, A LeBron James or an Anthony Davis. I mean, they played three times this season. If you count this season from obviously from last year to now. They played three games so far and all three games. The Lakers just figured out a way to dominate these guys. And the stats just says, I mean, just from the opening gate, Lakers were down by 14 points. And you still. We're not confident. Like, Miami was not confident. Oh, yeah, we're up by 14. We're good. Lakers came back out of a timeout. KCP hit a couple threes. Danny Green hit a three-pointer. Kyle Kuzma hit a a tight three-pointer in the corner, leaning or fading to his left. Once they went up, (laughs) I mean, it's just mind-boggling the run the Lakers actually went on. I believe it was like a 25-3 to run. To close out the first quarter. That's insane. And on top of that. Oh my goodness. Let me let me let me pull up the stats for you guys here. Lakers had a 75-30 run from, from the first quarter to the fourth quarter. Or the I believe it was the third quarter-ish or around there. That's a 45-point differential. You can't win like that. I'm sorry. You can't win like that. At the same time, how can you get, how can you guard D-Wade? I'm sorry, how can you guard AD? I'll tell you how you can guard AD. You put Bam, who is arguably around, what, 6'9"-ish? so He's about the same height as LeBron, so he's undersized compared to Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis. You're undersized. And I know all year long with Coach Bell, he had Bam at the 5. Obviously, in the beginning of the year, they had Miles Leonard starting for a little bit. Then they went small ball. I think at the point where they realized when they got Jay Crowder in the trade from Memphis, they said, you know what? We play a better small. We're going to go Jay, Jay Crowder at the 4. We're going to put Bam at the 5. Duncan that we're going to slip him in the 3. Then put Jimmy at the 2. And then, obviously, Kendrick Nunn started majority of this year before the bubble. And then they, they swapped him out for Goran Dragic. So the... Your team is small. And then you play against these other teams, Milwaukee, and they had the advantage to it. The Celtics had the advantage to it. Obviously, against the Pacers, they had the advantage to it. But against these Lakers, you run into Twin Towers. Ben Mobile cannot post up. No post-up game whatsoever. He's a pick-and-roll, pick-and-pop, crash-the-boards, alley kind of player. Like he is like a smaller version of a DeAndre Jordan type he can't post up so what is what how does this benefit the Lakers they're gonna keep you shooting from the perimeter and if you're Miami that's what you live on that's what you're predicated on if you're not getting these um fast break points if you're not getting these uh you know office rebound second chance points, then you have to figure out a way to how to go inside or shoot outside, right? So, Duncan Robinson and Hero, those are you guys that you need help from. And I and I just touched upon a little bit about AD and Bam situation. ADs is just gonna dominate. I mean, if 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 I kind of look at even back in was it November of last year? Let's pull it up quick. This is November eighth. 2019 so it's well in like what a couple weeks into the season the score was 95 to 80 lakers bam on the bob played 38 minutes had nine points and 11 boards okay that's okay it's not bad because i expect that from bam i expect bam to give you some around you know 10 to 15 to 20 points ish if he goes over there you're winning if he if he goes if he gives you twenty plus, it's a cherry on the top, right? Eleven boards against the Lakers at that time. You get them to understand he wasn't the center that started. It was Miles Leonard who started, so it kind of gives him it releases the pressure off of him and in a way where he's not competing against the bigs at that time. too, I'm pretty sure McGee was the starting center for the Lakers. It wasn't Dwight Howard. And let me tell you who, who how they struggled in that game. Imagine they drop only 80 points, and obviously you have a young team, right? You have Miles. I mean, you have a, a, a Duncan Robinson who's young. You have uh, Tyler Hero, who's your point guard. I mean, sorry, your, your shooting guard, a rookie out of Kentucky. Jimmy Butler had 22 points, 38 minutes, and remember, this is November 9th of 2019. So I'm kind of spit back a little bit of what happened from last year and kind of move forward to present time. Kendrick Nunn, 23 minutes. He was a starting point guard 10 points Goran Dragic Had 34 minutes Off the bench 19 points I'm gonna tell you The key players Were you know These key cogs That you need points from Duncan Robinson Played 24 minutes And only had 3 points And Tyler Hero Had 7 Okay So that's the first game Of the year It's whatever right You know Obviously At that point They're not fast forward And see what we're gonna play Against each other right Let's go to game two of the season. And this is December 13th, 2019. And I'm not going to get into uh, as far as the Lakers because I'm pretty sure they had, they both over over 20 points easily. As far as like, uh, as far as AD, as far as LeBron James. Yeah. So they both had 25. LeBron had 25 in game one of last year. Anthony Davis had 26. I expect those from those guys because they're going to dominate these guys physically. So, going back on the December 9th situation of last year, Jimmy Bullen had 23 points. Bam had 12 rebounds and 12 points, played 35. Jimmy played 37 minutes. Kendrick Nunn, 16 points, played 36 minutes. Duncan Ramos played 36 minutes, had 9 points. And the sleeper was in this game was Kelly Olynyk, 15 points for 21 minutes. Derek Jones, Jr., Airplane mode. Has seventeen points in twenty eight minutes, and if you want to speak about the Lakers, let's hop into the Lakers quick and let's see what happened, when they did. And I like I said, they 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 dominated. Anthony Davis had thirty three points in thirty eight minutes, had ten rebounds. LeBron James had twenty eight points in thirty seven minutes, had almost a damn near triple double, twelve assists, nine. I'm sorry, twelve, yeah, 12 assists and nine rebounds. And guess who's their second or the third uh, third scorer on that time was KCP, who is killing uh, uh, in the playoffs. And was somewhat of a, con, you know, he, he contributed. He was an impact player in the, in the second quarter of game one in the finals. And if you look at what happened yesterday, the totality of the game was lopsided. Jimmy Butler had 23 points on a bad ankle. Obviously, he injured his ankle in that game. Jay Crowder was your 3rd uh, or 4th leading scorer He had 12 points Talia Hero played 30 minutes 14 points Kendrick Nunn Out of nowhere At the gate Drogic gets hurt Foot injury They're bringing Kendrick Nunn 15 minutes He had 18 points And This is This is one this one was challenging For them the Miami Heat is just too small. I hate to say it. They're just too small. And then, for me, what I want Coach Spoiler to do is to bring in bigs to counter what Frank Vogel's doing. He's going to go big. He ain't going to go small. They want to end this in four games. I'm thinking that he had a chance to get two games out of this. Now with injuries, with Bam being doubtful for game two and Dragic being doubtful for game two and his situation with Dragic is more severe than than bam I don't think Drogic should play at all but hey you know you hit you with, they put those needles in you and numb it see what you can do but i seen Joe Johnson um I saw Joe go through the same foot injury in a, in a game seven in the playoffs I think while he was in Atlanta I believe. Dusha, terrible, lost the series. But going back to that, so the heat, they're just too small. You have to put, I believe, you have to put either Silva, and people are like, who the hell is Silva? Silva's a big body, thank God. He's 6'10", 6'11", center. Very inexperienced, but I seen him play this year, in the beginning of the year, and he did okay. If not, then go to Miles Leonard. If not, go to Ken Olynyk. You have to put Bam at the four. You have to respectfully let let Bam guard Anthony Davis. You can't put Andre Godala. You can't put Jay Crowder. You can't put Solomon Hill. You can't put Jimmy Butler. Like, you can't put Duncan Robson. This is these players that actually played on AD in the paint. Second, I think AD had seven baskets within three feet, within the restriction area. Seven baskets. And every single one of them were on different players. Mismatches like crazy. So they got to figure that out before game two starts. I know Coach Ball is a smart guy. He's not going to put all his eggs in a basket in a blowout game one. You have to understand the Lakers were up by 25 points 30 points Why would he adjust During that game Knowing that the game's gone He's down two bodies Perhaps three With Jimmy Butler At that time And this is what Exactly what Coach Popovich does He said okay This is a gut punch You got by 20 I'm not gonna adjust We're just gonna scrap away See what we can get Out of this game one And move forward I don't think the heat Are rattled If you ask me, like, I mean, that's Heat culture over there. Underdogs. Never appreciated. Always looked down upon. And this is post-LeBron James from the Miami Heat. So, in order for things to change, I believe the bigs would have to be a factor. As far as Minos Leonard, Kelly Olynyk, or Silva, you have to bring those guys in. If you don't, then you got to shoot like crazy from the outside. You got to shoot more three pointers than you would sh- like that you have shot in the previous rounds. I believe that this is a Tyler, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, or bust situation. If those guys don't go off, you're losing the series. And Duncan Robinson, I don't care. Don't if you're a Heat fan, don't ever try to compare Duncan Robinson to a Clay Thompson situation. How you gonna play 27 minutes in the NBA Finals, and you only got what three shot attempts, and you ended with a nugget, zero points, and use a starter? Unacceptable. I don't care who you are, you're not playing 30 minutes. To give you zero points. You have to figure out a way to score. You are a professional NBA player. It's inexcusable just to stand in the perimeter all day. I get it if you was a Danny Green, if you was an Asian vet. I get it if you was not you're not called upon. That's not your role. But in this Miami team, anybody, I mean Duncan Roman has the ultimate green light. If you're on the court, and this is from Coach Paul, I'm going to paraphrase it. If you're on the court, on the court, you shoot. You catch and shoot. You let her rip. Three attempts. I mean, it, I tip my hat more to it to the Lakers. They figured, hey, these two guys are not going to beat this. But still, like I said, it's inexcusable from Duncan. You got to figure out ways to, you know, uh, run through multiple screens, have, you know, have flare screens for you set up. I'm mean, Coach Paul. I have to do that as well. This is I'm blaming part of this on coach Poe, but most of it's on Duncan Robinson. And like I said about Kendrick Nunn, he played hell of a well, he played hell of a good game, but he came in when they're down by what, 20ish, 30 points. Comes in 8 for 11, 15 minute window, 18 points. Obviously, he's going to be starting game 2 cuz even with Goran Dragić's injured foot, he's not starting. I don't know what you can get out of Gor, uh, Gordon Dragic at this point. He's hurt. So I will go with Kendrick Nunn. And the Lakers, I mean, I just went on like a, what, 15-minute, 20-minute rant about the Miami Heat and what they need to do. Lakers, this is probably one of the most easiest NBA finals that I have seen in a while. You can't tell me you're up by 30, 40 points in game one. And the way you're beating them is by going on some ridiculous historical runs. 70, 75 to 30 run. Oh, my God. It's like playing a JV team out there. I mean, I expect, like I said, I expect the Heat to bounce back and be more competitive game two. And and I'm assuming that would happen because they would need to win game two. More than they need to focus on Game Three. LeBron is great in Game Three situations, obviously not in the Finals um, as much as the playoffs. But if you co- if you count all his games in the playoffs in the Finals and you combine them together, he's a he's a very great player when it comes to Game Three, as far as closing those games out. So Miami, if you need to win, you got to get this Game Two situation in the bag. And and you know all these Laker fans, I get it. I get it. You play who's in front of you. You know, Laker fans are telling me it don't matter who it is. If it's the Milwaukee Bucks, they never showed up. The Clippers, they never showed up. You play who's in front of you. And I don't knock that. But this has to be by far the easiest path for LeBron James' career as far as going to an NBA Finals and not seeing a premier superstar that he's playing against. Look where, let's just go back in LeBron's time. When he first went to NBA Finals in 07 with Cleveland against the Spurs, where he got swept, he played against uh, arguably, not arguably, obviously Hall of Famers. You no, know, he had a Tim Duncan and a Coach Pop that he's playing against. And, a, and a, obviously a young Tony Parker, he had nobly et cetera, right? One. So as far as the Spurs won, he lost. Then he goes to Miami, plays against the Hall of Famer Tim. Uh, sorry, uh, Dirk Nowinski. Then he goes against OKC the following year. James Harden, Russ, Kevin, uh, uh, KD, all of them are MVPs. All three of them are arguably the top ten, top fifteen players in the league. And uh, OKC also had Ibaka, who's a good complementary player. Then guess what happens? Then they play the Spurs back to back. Once again, you got Tim Duncan, Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green, you know, Ginobili, Tony Parker, Boris Diaw. I can go on. It was, it was a really good team. Then he goes back to Cleveland, and then obviously we know the whole situation with the Warriors. Played staff, you know, Harrison Barnes, Clay, Draymond Green. You know, and obviously the whole KD situation came into effect. And he plays who? Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler? Tyler Hero, Bam Motobayo, come on, man. When you have Anthony Davis, playoff rondo, championship, you know, Danny Green. You know, you got Dwight Howard, who's who's dying to get this ring. JaVale McGee, who just got two rings from the Warriors. Come on now. So I expect LeBron to win this title, and to win his fourth championship. And it's going to be a cakewalk. And he, and like I said, you can't knock LeBron for this. He deserves this title. I'm a LeBron fan. I just don't like the Lakers. I root for the Warriors, group in the Bay Area. The ones that do know me know why, why I root for who I root for and know why I hate the Lakers. That's a whole different topic. I'm not going to get into that. So if LeBron does win, I tip my hat off. He deserves it. You know, like right now, the Lakers, if they're playing to win this in a four-game fashion or gentlemen sweep, a 4-1 situation, right now it's up to who's going to win the MVP. I mean, I'm watching this NBA Finals like, who's going to get the MVP? Is it going to be LeBron James? Or is it going to be Anthony Davis? And, I, and to me... It looks like it's AD has the edge in game one. I think LeBron's gonna do everything in his power to get this. If you want to be in the greats, if you want to have you know discussions about is he the best player of all time, you gotta win the MVP. That has to be. And even though AD's a great player, I'm not knocking that. I think AD's in a better stage, I mean, in a better situation, as being the better player in the team. But who's the most valuable player? Is LeBron James? He gotta win the MVP. So that's the only suspense I'm gonna get in this finals, is who's gonna be the MVP. So game two is tomorrow, six o'clock. To all my you know Miami uh, supporters out there, there's, I know the ones that do like the Heat, that do support the Heat, and the ones that are against the Lakers, obviously, which is which is me. Uh, I'll be rooting for the for the Miami Heat. Hopefully, game two will make a difference. Like I said, Coach Bow, you gotta go with your bigs. You gotta shoot more, get Duncan some more touches. Obviously, Tyler Hero played okay. Um, he's gonna probably play a little bit better. You're gonna have Kendrick Nunn, and then you go from there. All right, so that's it for the show for today. I'm glad for y'all, you know, for for y'all listening. It's, like I said, so I can't thank y'all enough for the support. I'm gonna keep praising y'all the next few episodes because y'all motivate me to get to this point where I'm at now. So I appreciate everything about it. I right, until then tap into the show. You can catch me on ball. online lie. Like I said, B a L L D N T. The links will be on the bottom of the video, wherever that may be up down on the bottom. Uh, if, it's on, if it's on the podcast, like I said, B-A-L-L-D-N-T-L-I-E, ball don't lie, on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. Until then, deuces. Y'all have a good evening. Be safe out there, man. Peace. One love.